0: Yeah, no, because we're talking about that thing that's happening Saturday,
1: March
2: 18th.
0: Thing. It's coming. It's coming. And well, We know a couple things. Yeah. Um, I, I feel confident. You know, it's on March 18th. We got that much. Okay, we got a day. 8 p.m. Uh, it's that 8. We got a time. Cool. Okay. That mutiny radio. We got a place. Uh, Where's that? I mutiny mean, radio. Oh, I think it's 2781,
1: uh, 21st Street? Oh, yeah, because I got to
0: put it on the poster. Okay. Uh, $25. Uh, it's pretty reasonable. It might not.
1: Well, plus, you know, they might be headlining
0: Wow! Yeah, but with it, it's pretty important. What are we gonna call that? I don't know. What are we gonna call the show?
1: I don't know, cause it has, it's gotta be something big and epic. Cause she's been no to what? Like Cobb's punchline. She's yeah, yeah, like a yeah. Place, you gotta right? think.
0: Crowd of the box.
1: Wow. Huh? What if it was more like a like a tastic voyage? Oh, that's some pretty crowdical thinking on your part, Dominic. <laughs> I, I crowd hardly wait to go see that show.
0: Uh, one, two, three strikes your crowd. I didn't. Yeah. I okay. I'm.
1: Be, I'm gonna. I'm gonna step in here and. Let's just call it Mutiny Radio presents Lauren Kraut. That How about that? Idea. It's
0: very straight, very straightforward. Yeah, yeah, I right?
1: guess if you yes. want to be all business about it. Oh, business. So t- it'll be like Mutiny Radio presents your headliner Lauren Kraut Saturday March 18th at uh, 8 p.m. Featuring, at featuring Pam Benjamin. Featuring the one and only Pam Benjamin. Twenty-five
0: dollars, 8 p.m.
1: Cool, and it's at proud of
0: this world. Crowd about crowdfunding. Campaign. lauren in store for you tomorrow.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, going? Going? You everybody that was good.
4: It's six o'clock, everybody. It is Monday. It's time here on Mutiny Radio for the Joke show, Joke Workshop. On mutinyradio.fm and dot SF. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We've got a full list tonight of people as we always do thank you guys so much for your venmo your two to five dollar donation to mutiny radio on those venmos there's also a little qr code up at the top give us money all the time that's important to keep art alive in san francisco and burgers cost eighteen dollars with no fries what is happening in our world well we are here at mutiny radio and we are excited to get started with the joke workshop in just a second before we do that i'm just gonna let you know this saturday we've got an amazing headlining show here at the station eight o'clock. Lauren Kraut will be headlining and Emma Brennan will be hosting, I'll be featuring. It'll be like a real comedy show where someone does like 10 minutes and then 25 minutes and then like 45 minutes. Can you imagine 45 minutes of Lauren Kraut? It's gonna be Krautastic. Um, Yeah, so come on, get your tickets now. And we've got the joke workshop, everybody. The first 10 comedians are gonna do four minute sets. When you hear the horn means you have a minute left so wrap it up and then numbers 11 through 15 we're gonna be doing four minute sets and then four minutes of comments and there's microphones strewn all the way around the room and choose one of those because it is a radio show even though we are also here live on the corner of 21st and Florida nobody's ready to get ready are they all outside smoking (laughs) what are they doing your first comedian might have to perform to no one, because I think they're all outside smoking pot. Uh, put your hands together, everybody. Your first comedian in the evening, Paul the Grillmaster Robertson.
5: Yes, this show starts on time. Good thing I'm here on time. Uh, you could be anywhere in the world tonight, folks. You could be anywhere in the world. I have your undivided attention. I'd like to talk to you about Jesus. Sir, you in the front in the hoodie. Let me describe you to the people um, on the radio. Black. He's black. <laughs> Don't laugh at your pigment, sir. He's covering his face because he's ashamed to be black. For everyone out there in cyberspace... Um, the whole front row is black. <laughs> Everybody, except for the redheads in the back, that was on purpose. I think uh, the host selected the seating. I have problems today, guys, I got big problems. You could say I have a case of the problems. I uh, got a big pimple on my forehead, yep, I uh, need to pee, and uh, my penis is far too large. Far too lord. Oh, she looked up. Like, huh? I walk down the street, I <laughs> I catch people staring. Excuse me, I'm up here. You fellas sharing the problem? Especially all the black guys in the front, I described to other people on the radio. Oh, what was that, sir? Yes, you do. Very racist, sir. Very racist. People on the radio, Paul Robertson is performing to a pretend audience. There's actually no one sitting in the seats. This is the least popular place to be. Those laughs, it's a laugh track. Pam, you need a new laugh track. Deep Tonshu, if you can hear me out there, I need people to show up. Oh, here comes somebody. Oh, another redhead. Uh, That's so racist. Some places should not exist. Like, I heard you can't be racist to white people. What do you guys think? Guys in the front, oh, you can be racist to white people? <laughs> well, you heard it from the blacks. You heard it from the blacks in the front. They're in the front for a reason. This is San Francisco. Redheads are in the back. This is in for a reason because the graphic designers are redhead. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yes, racism. Some places shouldn't exist. Like, uh, there's names of places, and they're just like Cracker Barrel. That, I don't know. Should that exist? be like if I was in China, and they had medieval knights in China, and you just call them chinks in the armor. This shouldn't exist. My penis is so big, it causes me problems, guys. See? Do you have penis envy? He's like, I was talking to the black guy. His obvious answer was no. I saw on his face. <laughs> what was your name, sir? Oh no, Tyrone. That's so <laughs> racist. Oh, get out of here, everybody online. This is a for-profit capitalist mic. Uh, <laughs> Jesus has uh, money signs over his eyes. I can't. I know it's only radio, but uh, let me tell you. That uh, donation bin's being passed around. That's how they build the cathedral. Come on. How many minutes I have left? 30? I'm opening this up hot tonight, folks. What was that, Tyrone? Oh, I need to get off stage now. Okay, thank you very much.
4: (laughs) Keep your hands clapping for Paul Robertson. Go check out his value culture show with The Hungry Eye, Your Next Comedian. A stalwart of Mutiny Radio. Clap your hands together, everyone, for Mark Neuer. Respect uh, this is
6: one time, um, I I um, I, hit her. Uh, I did. I hit her, and um, in my defense, she hit me first. In her defense, I I I didn't have to use a car. Uh, This microphone stand is a little like my dick. It doesn't know where it's going to be. Ever in someone's face, though. I actually, I was trying to, um, I threw my neck out. uh, I was trying to give myself oral head in in the bathroom here, and uh, it didn't work just got a fucked up neck now. I still came, but really good. Uh my dad was like when I growing up like the one thing my dad wanted uh was not a family, he wanted surround sound. That was like the biggest thing in the world for him. was like when I get some money, we're getting surround sound. We didn't have a TV. What are we going to do with a Bose surround sound system, Dad? I'm going to take it apart and see how it works. Maybe I should smoke meth, then my dad would be proud of me. Um, hate being like you guys, looking at my phone, but Even I can't be perfect all the time. Uh, This hat that I wear, I have have a beanie combo. It's the same fucking thing. It says retired drug dealer. And um, I just think it's dope. It's It's not like I'm trying to make a statement, but I think it's a dope hat, okay? I don't need anyone's fucking approval. It's fucking dope. Great. I'm working the door at a bar that I work the door at. And I had a guy. He comes up to the door, and he he sees my hat. Doesn't read it, just immediately. Oh, wow! Wh- where where did you? Su- I serve. Where'd you serve? And then he like reads it, and he, he gets upset, visibly visibly upset, kind of let down. He was kind of like he was disappointed, like I like I offended him, which I I kind of understand, but I don't understand because it's kind of funny. You know what I mean? Retired drug dealer. He's like, that's not funny. I was like it's kind of funny. He's like, that's not funny. Well, maybe this will be. Thank you for losing the war on drugs. Thank you so much. I won. Haha, he beat the fuck out of me. <laughs> he fucking just beat me to a pulp. And as he stomped me out, I like, Bush did 9 11 and he just killed me. Um, I'm not alive anymore. This is just the ghost of what could have been.
4: The ghost of Mark Neuer. That was me getting curb stomped by someone accusing him of stolen valor. But I've bought drugs from Mark Neuer, so he is a retired drug dealer. All right, your next comedian. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Dakota Price. Yay!
7: Hello, hello, everybody. I bet Mutiny you Radio's tired of hearing my voice by now. Just did my podcast with Spencer. It was lots of fun. I got to tell him about the times of my being or me fucking words uh, when I was a retired drug dealer. (laughs) Uh, No, I used to sell drugs. I used to sell a lot of weed to old people. And then eventually I ended up going to jail for the possession of weed in Texas. And now I'm a legal drug dealer. (laughs) Yeah. (coughs) Full circle. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, you know, I... I, have th- I do this thing where, you know, uh, depending on the type of day I have, uh, I uh, take 500 milligrams of edibles and then take a nap. You know, I don't even wait for the edibles to kick in. I just take <laughs> 500, <laughs> <yeah>, I just <laughs> rush to sleep. I take 500 milligrams of edibles and then just take a nap. And then, you know, uh, when I wake up, it's a brand new day. Sometimes it's literally a brand new day. And, you know, it's a whole, it's a reset. You know, with a whole new day, what are you going to do? Whatever you want, even if it's just take 500 milligrams of edibles to go right back to sleep. Uh, uh, God, love that one. Uh, h- how's, how's everybody doing tonight? Woo!
3: Yeah! Woo!
7: Fuck yeah. Um, so uh, my grandma, uh, I love her so very much. Uh, she was listening to the podcast, and she's listening now. And I have a lot of fun stories to tell about my grandma because uh, that – lady scared me and was in the hospital recently, so I'm going to talk about her on the radio. Uh, <laughs> uh, so my grandma is really proud of me for doing all this stuff, doing comedy and being on stage, and uh, she's like, you know, I always knew you'd make it. I always knew you'd either be a comedian or a serial killer. I'm really glad you're a comedian, though. I'm glad it's working out. <laughs> i mean, like, thanks, Grandma. Uh, you know, the the... My grandma used to tell me, you know, I sh- I she told me I was allergic to alcohol. She was the person who told me I was allergic to alcohol. And she was like, yeah, we all are. When I was drinking beer back in, you know, my drinking days, i just take a Benadryl and I could just keep drinking. I was like, damn, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> <my> <laughs> if you don't know, you're not supposed to take Benadryl and drink alcohol. Like, you're not supposed to do that at all. Uh, anyway, uh, so... The I got in trouble with the law when I was 16. First time I ever got put on probation. I got caught with some uh, with a pipe smoking after school. Uh, I got put on probation, and I, I was visiting my grandma out in New Mexico, and I just got my permit, too, so I was driving her around. I was driving her around, around in a little Lincoln, you know, looking like a white cop car. And uh, we went to the bank. I took my grandma to the bank, and she's getting money, and she says, hey, I heard you got in trouble with, uh, with pot. I was like, yeah, grandma, I did, you know, and I told her, and she was like, well, uh, what do you think of this? And like, she shows me the fattest little joint, dude. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, Grandma, that's some good shit." Well, then she lit it up right there in the bank drive-through, like, like at the bank in the passenger seat. Grandma lit up. I was like, "This is fucking happening right now." And we pull out of the bank, dude, and uh, she starts placing an order to Pizza Hut. I'm like, "What the fuck?" She's like, take this street, and I'm like, cool. And I s- bust a left, and then next thing, I'm cruising back streets with Grandma. We're blowing down a joint. I'm like, what is happening right now? This is what I do with the homies back home. Grandma's one of the one of the gang. This is cool. And we went to Pizza Hut, and we got all kinds of. Pe- no one's in there. We got all kinds of pizza. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and then we just. I, I just got high with my grandma. I just wanted y'all to know. That was super cool. I was 16 years old, and we got fucked up with, like, the bank. And then we went on an adventure, you know? And I love my grandma. Anyway, shout out to my grandma. Woo!
4: Yeah. Shout out to Dakota Price's grandma. Any th- any weed smoking in Texas, I, I have to approve of. Those people need to pull the stick out of their ass and <laughs> the, th- the tie stick. You know what I mean? Smoke yeah. some weed, fucking <laughs> Texas stuff, so chill the fuck out. Uh, hey, Lily and Sam isn't here. Oh, she is here. You just walked in. Okay, well here you go. We're dog friendly. uh... Look at that cute little. What's your dog's name? Popcorn? Ravioli. Ravioli. I was joking, but it was spot on. Put your hands together, everyone, for Lily and
7: Sam. <laughs>
8: guys, is this on? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Um, Did anyone watch the Oscars yesterday? Yeah? Uh, Asians just swept all of it. Honestly, I've never been more proud to be Vietnamese in my life. Um, There's a lot of great things about Vietnam. For example, winning the war. You guys know that? I didn't know that until recently. I didn't know anything about history. Anyways, um, I I think it's it's a great time to be Vietnamese. I uh, th- we have pho, We have an N- we're in the NBA. Do you guys know that? Yeah, Jalen Williams. There's two Jalen Williams. He's the lesser popular one. Uh, but we're there. We're in we're in the NBA. Um, I uh, there's other things about Vietnam that I don't necessarily like. For example, um, they're super dramatic. Uh, Vietnamese people are so dramatic. My uncle recently got married. He's 50 years old, and he married someone who's 25. And uh, if you didn't know, that's called human trafficking. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a shame. She uh, she ended up cheating on him during throughout the duration of their marriage, and stole fifty thousand dollars from him. And uh, I I don't know. I was I was just as proud as you were. You know, like, <laughs> Wendell the rich. Am I right? Um, no, I uh, I ended up finding out through Vietnamese CNN, which is just Facebook. Yeah. You, you might have heard of it. Um, and uh, no, it, it's fine. I I ended up calling ICE on her. I was the one who who got to do it. Um, and I, it was it was an interesting experience. I was like, wow, is this what white privilege feels like? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again. Um, anyways, I I love Vietnam. Vietnam's the only country that beat America in the war and is still poor. I um I went to Vietnam uh, a couple years ago and um, I saw a woman shit in a bucket. And I was like, This is a hospital? Like, are you kidding me? Pretty dinky hospital. Um, no, it's great. There there's other things about Vietnam that aren't I'm not too proud of. Like, for example, a lot of Vietnamese Americans are Republican, but they don't know why they're Republican. They just hate Chinese people. Um, I asked my mom why she, or I I knew she hated Chinese people because she was like, oh, I don't hate Chinese people, and then continue to talk shit about my dad. I'm half Chinese, guys. That's that's the pun. Um, It was really hard getting here today, not because of anything with traffic. Um, someone just stole all my tires. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tragic. Um, I, uh, I, c- I was on the phone with roadside assistants, and um, they were like, oh, we, we actually don't do that. And I'm like, okay, what do you do then? And they were like, oh, if you have a spare tire, we can put that on for you. <coughs> Bitch, what am I going to do with one tire? <laughs> like <laughs> wheelbarrow that shit out? Anyways, we we're, were going back and forth for a while. Um, and then I was like stop Asian hate and she was like I agree but I've never met you in my life and I was like okay that's fair Um, I told my friends that and she was like oh why don't you just park your car in the garage and I was like I live in the garage all right that's my time thank you (laughs)
4: Lillian (laughs) Sam (laughs) everyone living in a garage. you could live in your car in a garage I was always taught that um, you're not a real comedian unless until you live in your car for at least some amount of time. So it's never going to happen for me because I'm never going to live in a car. Uh, all right, your next comedian has a show, new show here on Mutiny Radio Thursdays from noon to 2, and it's called I Not Robot. Clap your hands together for Kat Thank you, Pam. Yes, um...
9: So you guys, I usually in my like A set, I have this thing that I make people decide if they prefer STD or IRS, and they ju- just need to like do a show of hands. I'm not going to do it tonight with you. Uh, I think it's really silly, you know, like STD, IRS. It's just like keeping Romeo and Juliet apart. You know, they, they belong together. You know, they, they, they have a child together. Did you know that? I mean, not the Shakespearean couple. No, no, um, IRS and STD. His name is SVB, Silicon Valley Bank. Yeah, you know, s- the trouble spreads like disease, like mommy, and uh, it makes people lose their m- all their money, like daddy, yay. Like father, like bank run, yay. Um, well, the apple didn't fall too far away from the tree, the t- apple fell apart, the Apple collapsed. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Apple, Apple, the proverbial Apple, not the Apple, the company. Okay, guys, I'm not trying to just like spread another panic here, yeah? Like Apple, the company is doing completely fine. Do not short Apple, please, okay? Thank you. Um, I just feel that I just, all these bad news and acronyms, it's just too much, right? I feel like some bad news is coming up soon on me from Pam. Just like something like I should GTFO or something. Get <laughs> the fuck out. Oh, okay, cool. Like, like millennials window. Like acronyms for millennials from millennials. Hey, so yes, I will GTFO soon. But I want to leave you guys on um, on a happy and upbeat note. So me and my husband, um, we've been trying to reignite some passion lately, and we've started this kinky foreplay but before i get any further can i please ask you to pinky swear that you are not going to judge me um it's not that racist please (laughs) (laughs) please hear me out it's kind of ours black history month belated celebration what we do yeah and also my husband is coming to pick me up later so if you feel like you want to cancel someone after this show it's all his fault it was his idea um, so we pretend, one of us pretends they're black, and the other person has to um, take the first move. Yeah, we play chess, you know, the, the board game. You know, the white stars, the black goes, white stars, right? You guys, did you th- think it's something else? Did you think I'm some kind of like Eastern European racist No, you wouldn't do that. No, I'm harmless. I'm completely harmless. I'm harmless dumb nerd. (laughs) Like, I lose every single time when we play chess. It's like a BDSM for my ego. Yeah, our safe word is checkmate, Katka. Yay, that's it. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Checkmate Kaka, I have no
4: idea how to play chess. That's incredible. And uh, your next comedian, you look like you played chess. uh, Your next comedian looks like in his Montessori school of his youth, he played chess for math time. You're up next now, yeah, that's you. Yeah, you blindly staring into my eyes. But you're, no, no, I moved you up because someone else wasn't here, is that okay? All right, your next comedian's one of my favorite people in the whole world. Put your hands together, everyone, for Spencer Devine. Spencer, yourself ain't nobody gonna give a good <laughs> Woo. Oh. Woo.
0: Hi, buddy. I'm making my whole thing about you, baby angel.
5: How are you?
0: Oh, my God. Legitimately distracted. Love that <laughs> dog too much. Um, they ain't. Uh, Just saying no to drugs, okay. Uh, Ever since we've been children, it's uh, just saying no. Just saying no to drugs, okay. Just saying no. No. That was not. It's not call and response. (laughs) Uh, 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 Crowd work. What? God, never worked this in. Uh, And I think that's a, a horribly simplified question to ask. A thing to demand of me, Uh, because you don't know the questions that I'm going to be hit with. What if they're like, hey, Spencer, do you want to pass up on these drugs? No, okay, that's the only answer I have. I haven't been given a full tool chest to work with. Spencer, uh, do you have a problem with drugs? No, no, I don't. There's no other option. I don't know how to grow. Spencer, but put down the gun. No, okay? There's drugs involved. <laughs> if A equals B, then B equals no. You know, no. And kids don't listen either. So we're saying just say no to drugs. What if they hear just say no's to drugs, okay? Now they're snorting their Adderall and more than they were and cocaine involved. Uh, this is your brain... This is your brain on drugs. It's like I want to put my brain on drugs on toast. You know, (laughs) like I don't know who was working on that campaign that are like, oh, I know what'll scare the stoners into going straight. Breakfast, (laughs) like that'll that'll get them. It's like no, and then now I gotta go buy bread. That's a thing. Like, inconvenient that you reminded me how hungry I am, but I haven't learned a lesson. Uh, the apparently, uh, I you may not know this. I w- uh, applied to be a, an Olympic athlete, uh, but they're like, Oh, no, hot boxing isn't a sport, even though it sounds like one, you know. <laughs> uh, sometimes I smoke blunts nude in my car, that's called foxy hot boxing. <laughs> uh, they're like, but Spencer, you, you, c- you told us that you know you could take a hit, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's still true. That was not a lie, uh, Spencer. Uh, basically, my life is less about fighting with good cardio and more about lighting four woods and Cardi B. Oh, oh, Okay so um i hate when people say uh today is my friday and it's like a fucking wednesday it's like who gave you the right okay jeff gets a three-day weekend all of a sudden he's a time lord and time means nothing just walking around i'm the mayor of calendar town and today today is christmas and tomorrow is christmas too electric boogaloo cuz <laughs> words mean nothing sometimes you're just eating a turkey sandwich alone in the dark you can call it my thanksgiving or you can call it clinical depression it's up to you homie and i get time is relative Okay, you know, we all experience it differently, but there's certain societal rules we need to adhere to. Things go, cuckoo bananas. Okay, I can't be like, normally I pay for my sandwich with money, but today I pay in snakes. See, (laughs) Sizzlers didn't feel that way. (laughs) They were like,
4: you need to leave.
0: Uh, thank you, I've been Spencer Devine.
4: Yay. 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 I love that joke, the mayor of Calendar Town. I want you to make a commercial for Christmas 2, Electric Boogaloo. All right, we're in a rock block of some of my favorite comedians. Your next comedian, you can see her headline this Saturday, March 18th, here at Mutiny Radio at 8 o'clock, but you can laugh her jokes. Right now, she was on the punchline last night and none of us got to see her because it was sold out and so we didn't get to see, but I'm sure she was amazing and incredible and you get to see her right now.
10: Clap your hands together for Lauren Corrout. Yes! (laughs) Thank you. Hey, I just want to say thank you to Pam for being my rock and seeing me through a rough period, a very rough period. And thank you for everybody who helped out. All right, that's... Um, How come, how come, there's Thomas Wolfe and Michael J. Fox, but you never hear a word about Gordon Gorilla or Edith Tarantula? No? There's Dane Cook and Karen Carpenter and Robert Taylor. But what about Peter Proctologist? And Johnny Pimp. And how come Margaret Pole Dancer's never in the news? She's gotta be doing something right. I love that part. I, t- I added that tag, I love that. Nobody else laughs, but all right. <laughs> Why does the weather app d- differentiate between partly cloudy and mostly cloudy? They have different symbols, the little clouds hiding out, one's partly, one's mostly. What the fuck difference does it make? It's cloudy, you can't see. I think the weatherman is just making work for himself. I think that's what you're doing, Mr. Weatherman. You're just trying to look busy in case Jesus comes back. All right. I'm a pretty anxious person. You may not know it to look at me, but inside my head right now, I'm trying to debate whether to run out that door. It's it's an inviting thing to do that, but I realize that I'd have to get closer to you to get away from you, so I'll just I guess I'll stay up here. Online dating is weird. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I found out this weekend from my my, um, fainting episode at at the bar that uh, there's a whole new thing called Puff Puff Pass, but I took it to Puff Puff Pass Out. (laughs) (laughs) I took it to a new extreme I'm not sure where I'm going with that. I have to work on that one a bit. I uh, I know where I'm going to that. I went to the fucking ER. (laughs) Puff, puff, pass out. Okay. Um, Spencer was talking about breakfast. So everyone's experience is different and it's amazing when you think about it because there's billions of people in the world, right? But we're also very much the same. You thought that, didn't you? You're just like me. Frightening, isn't it? Here, take an van. It's our differences that make us interesting, though. Like breakfast, for instance. I like whole wheat toast in the morning. You may like an onion bagel. You in the back may not like toast at all and prefer waffles. I hate waffles and think you're an idiot. (laughs) But that's okay, because there's a whole group of idiots just like you. (laughs) Thank you. Fred in the back likes biscuits for breakfast with lots of butter. Karen on the left here is lactose intolerant and she goes berserk whenever she sees someone over buttering their biscuits. Karen would run over Fred if she had a car. Is this time? Oh. (laughs) Dave doesn't like biscuits, but he he doesn't really hate them either. Dave loves pancakes with lots of syrup. Karen, you remember her. She's trying to lose a few pounds, so she goes berserk whenever she sees someone drowning their pancakes in syrup. Karen would run over Dave if she had a car. So what do we have? We have differences in taste. We have dietary concerns and food intolerances. We have an angry fictional woman who clearly needs therapy. <laughs> what we have is variety. And that's what it's all about. If everyone only ate bagels or bread, um, bagels, everyone, this the whole world would fall apart. What would happen on, no, if everyone only ate waffles, what would happen? Everything, all the bread, bagels and biscuits, would go away. What would I help would go out of business. Do you want to be responsible for that? I don't think so. I think I have to go now. I'll finish that joke later. Thank you. Goodbye. Warren go. crown Waffle hater. <laughs> All right. No, it's, it's fine. You can
4: you can have preferences on breakfast. I I am a I, my favorite joke of Mitch Hedberg though for forever is um, waffles are just pancakes with a syrup trap. How brilliant was Mitch Hedberg. All right, and how brilliant is Lauren Kraut, copy hey, on together, nice. comes here this Saturday. She's gonna be amazing. Doing a whole headlining set of like 45 minutes. All right, we're moving right along. We have three more comedians that are just gonna do four minutes. Then we go into the critique stuff, and then we've got more comedians after that are gonna do four minutes. There's room for everybody. Everyone's on the list who's in the room. Your next comedian, a lovely, a lovely lady, and uh, very funny. I'm so glad that she supports so many Mutiny open mics. Clap your hands together for Kava to sing! I
11: have a, a few things that I wanna talk through. So, not a lot of jokes, but I'm figuring it out. Be nice. Okay, actually, don't. Do whatever you want. What the fuck do I know? Um. Okay. Uh, so, so I have, I have a lot of friends. I have friends who are in their 30s uh, and they are really in a rush to, to have kids. Um, and I kind of think that's insane, that feels insane to me. Like one, I don't want to obliterate the land bridge between my asshole and my vag. Um, but also, it just like, yeah. So, that okay, that's like the first thing, okay. Like I, I was in the delivery room with my sister-in-law um, because my brother was driving in from out of state, and I could only describe the scene as like an environmental disaster. Like he was like a solid nine on the Richter scale. My my sister in law was like, "Call my husband," and I was like, "Fuck no, I'm calling FEMA. Like this is really bad." <laughs> that was great. Okay. Um, my uh, my family is quite controlling. They are super controlling. Uh, like my brother is is a mess. Uh, and my family wanted him to get his shit together. Uh, so they arranged his marriage. felt kind of counterproductive. Uh, that That's like if uh, you saw someone was drowning and then tossed him a wife. <laughs> 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 no? But, um, no, I told, uh, my dad will like send me, my, my, my sister-in-law basically signed up for a DIY project. Um, and uh, I, t- I tell my dad, I'm like, I don't need you to find me anyone. But he'll send uh, he'll send resumes anyway of like all it's called biodata of all these brown dudes, and I'm li- I'm always like I don't know what to say like they all look like the same guy You're like and it's literally the only difference is like one is a doctor and one is an engineer and one is a lawyer and that's it, um yeah these are punchlines <laughs> sorry guys, <laughs> um, a lot of people are like having uh oh yeah so talk I was just talking about kids and I forgot to mention like. It feels weird wanting to have a kid in a world where climate change is, like, coming in hot. Like, I feel like we're all not deluded. Like, we know that shit's going to get really bad. I imagine that, like, everything is going to be underwater. People are going to have to snorkel to, like, go to the grocery store. Uh, friggin' like... There's gonna be grain stockpiles for food shortages, and I just can't. Im- and, and and the rain is gonna be on fire, and I can't imagine like having kids. And they ask me all these questions, and they'll be like, "Mom, why is the shower oozing lava?" <laughs> you know, I'll be like, "Ah, oh, you have to turn it. You have to turn the knob all the way to the left." Or they'll just be like, "Mom, why do I have three eyes?" <laughs> or no, like, "Mom, why do I have three arms?" God gave you three arms so that you could help me with the dishes. No, it's just the air is (coughs) radioactive. Okay, that's really all I have. Thanks, guys. Let's over to
4: sing, everyone. Maybe maybe they have three arms because they're on their way to becoming Ganesha. And then you should give them more arms and more and more. I don't know. I just thought... (laughs) You can, you can you can snow your future imaginary children by telling them cool mythology. Uh, your next comedian is just a lovely human being. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Jared Senna.
12: What's going on, guys? How are we doing? Hey, what's up, dude? Come on, sit, sit, sit. Hi, hey, my name is Jared. Uh, I'm Gen Z. Uh, boomers like to make fun of gen z because they're too woke but honestly they're not looking at it from like our perspective uh for most gen z women they are uh most social changes usually involve them and directly involve their life in some way and most gen z men are trying to get after gen z women you know like like if 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 i'm not woke how do you expect me to pull any bitches like All right, cool, that joke sucks. All right, I'll just not say that. Great! Fuck yeah, all right. No, but I am woke. Uh, I am woke. Uh, That's that's how I can live here in San Francisco. San Francisco got a lot of gays. I fuck with the gays, personally. The gays are cool people. They fuck with me, too. They consider me an ally. Uh, I say that because I dated a bisexual girl once. It was a real enlightening experience for not just for me, but also the woman I was dating. I realized you need to be more empathetic towards what gay people go through, and sh- and she realized that she doesn't like men. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the, I'm like the gateway to being a lesbian for women. <laughs> like you know, you know, like like I'm small. I'm five foot two. I have a septum piercing and I have short <laughs> hair. Like I look like a lesbian, basically. <laughs> Basically, I don't know. But no, I'm just as toxic as like any straight man out there, bro. I'll learn astrology, then I'll use that to gaslight you. you know? <laughs> yes, that's the type of person I am. Babe, we're Aries. We're meant to be together. I don't know. What else do I got? I'm trying to figure out what I write. It starts with a W, but it looks like it says whore. But I don't have a joke involving whore. Oh, 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 this one, this one, okay. Um, uh, I hate to be one of those comics that make fun of white people, but if we're being honest, they really are a pathetic race of people. <laughs> Dude, they are, all right? Dude, I'm sorry. They're really pathetic. Like That's why I think the idea of white supremacy is so funny. Like, How do you be the master race? These are the only race of people that get sunburned, like... <laughs> Like, you know, like, uh, oh, my God, okay. All the white people. Jo- All right, I got a new joke, but it involves uh, something that I haven't admitted to anyone else yet. Is it okay if I be a little vulnerable with you guys? Yeah. Yes, yes, we outnumber you, Kavita. Uh. <laughs> yes. yes. I recently just put my finger in my ass. <laughs> You can't just call it a G-spot and you can't expect me to get curious, all right? <laughs> you know, I figured out what it is. The G-spot is actually just a nerve uh, inside your anus, but it's, it's kind of like the similar to the nerve in your kneecap, but instead of reflexively making you kick your leg in the air, it reflexively makes you question everything. <laughs> How long has it been there? What does that make me now? Why don't I have bigger fingers? <laughs> yeah. But no, I say that doesn't make me less of a man. In fact, I say that makes me more manly. You know, I'm much more of a manly man now. Like, um, I'm I'm much more healthier. Uh, I'm much more in touch with my emotions, and I'm buying more c- carrots and cucumbers when <laughs> I go grocery shopping. All right, <laughs> uh, still working on that joke, but it has a lot of legs. All right, give it up for Pam, everybody! Yay. Yay.
4: Hey, I know it's not the workshop part yet, but do you remember watching the um do you remember watching the movie Jackass when they put um, matchbox cars in a condom up his butt <laughs> and then they went to the and you have your joke about being a matchbox car? Maybe there's something there that you can bridge having matchbox cars yeah. up your butt and your matchbox. There might be something there. I don't know if you remember that scene from Jackass. A, it
12: lit up a matchbox in me.
4: Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, something because you s- but you did the thing with the with the cucumbers and stuff. And so I'm like, Oh, sticking things up your butt. And the first thing that made me think of was jackass when they stuck the cars up his butt. And then they did the the um, x ray and you saw a little matchbox car in his colon. <laughs> 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 you watch that scene again, just yeah. and then see if it triggers you in any way because that's what when you said that joke, it made me go bing like yeah. that movie. But also, I'm Wii old. Man? Also, I'm old. What
12: was that Wee man? No, Steve-O? it wasn't
4: Wee man. It was one of the it, it, it might oh, have been Steve it was one of them they stuck up. It was which one? Ryan Dunn, they stuck a matchbox car up his butt and then he went to the emergency room and they took a, an x-ray and then he's like, I don't know how that got there, ah, and he freaked out and anyways, it was uh, okay. funny. Right. Uh, but <laughs> but I wish, it, but I think it was c- it was consensual. You saw that it was <laughs> consensual. They just fooled the ER doctors thinking into it wasn't. But check that out. Okay, thanks, okay. Jar- thanks, thanks, Jared, yay. Yay. I'm sorry, it's not like the comment part yet, but I just wanted to tell him that because it was like burning in my face because he has that matchbox car joke. Okay, we have one more comedian in the first half here that's gonna do four minutes, and then we go into the critique section where there are microphones all over the room. There's one back there, there's two up here, and there's one up on stage too. Make sure if you want to give comments that you use a microphone. But before we do that, we have one more comic. Just clap your hands together and pay attention and love his jokes. It's Deepan Chujang. Respect
13: What's up? Yeah, Uh, growing up in India, we were taught to always think about karma and past lives or multiple lives. Like if you do good in this life, your next life would also be amazing. Then I moved to the US in 2015 and I thought of all the 1.8 billion people in India. And I was like, they must have done some really bad shit in their life. (laughs) Yeah, to be born as Indian, I guess in their last life, they were Americans. I need to word that differently. But I guess some of the people got the idea. Two things that have come out of India are Kama Sutra and yoga, which makes sense because for Kama Sutra, yoga is a prerequisite, you cannot bend in all those shapes and forms unless you are flexible and you can stretch. Like why ask a woman to give you a blow job when you can just bend down and 69 yourself? Yeah, I cannot, neither yeah. yoga nor Kama Sutra, I'm going through a dry phase in my life. Like I said, I moved to the US in 2015 and I moved directly to San Francisco Uh, Disneyland for LGBTQ. And first day of my school, I saw two lesbians coming out of a Subaru and kissing each other. And I was in so much shock because I had never seen women drive. (laughs) (laughs) You really enjoyed that joke, sir? that that's nice that laugh will make me survive another day in my life (laughs) yeah I was sitting at a cafe recently and there was this one lovey-dovey couple who are like always kissing each other the guy was saying oh my head's hurting so the so his girlfriend kissed him on his forehead then he said that my arm is hurting so she kissed him on his arms and then I looked at my girlfriend it has been 10 years and she still hasn't cured my hemorrhoids. <laughs> I'm still in pain. Yeah, what else? Yeah, what's your name, sir? Anthony? Uh, are you also a comic? Oh. Okay, then I won't <laughs> talk to you. Any civilians here? <laughs> Any normal people in the crowd? <laughs> no, all of you are comics. Oh, I have a minute. What's up, Art? <laughs> art just told me that his favorite pawn category is trans pencil flute. Have you ever heard of that category before? No? it's just Art and your weird <laughs> fantasies. Yeah, I saw that women empowerment poster in there, Pam, and it has it it has Hindi on it. I never saw that before. Oh. Although the translation is wrong in in, in English, it says uh, "women at work." What does it say in English? Yeah, "Women at work," and the thing written in front of it in Hindi, that just means "men at work." <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not. I'm just kidding. It means "women's universe." <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is? Uh, I guess that's it for me tonight. All right, thanks, everyone. Give it up for Pam and mutiny.
4: <laughs> Keep your hands clapping for deep, everybody. Yeah. yeah, women's universe. Yeah, it's things like um it's things like school teacher tailoring <laughs> telephone operator. I don't think there's a doctor on that one. Ah, uh, you're next. Oh, okay, so this is exciting. We're going into the comments section. So I'm gonna get some paper. And the way it works is that we're gonna pay lots of really close attention. And I take notes and I, 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 you know, I take notes too if you want. And be real nice and super supportive, and you know, there's microphones strewn about the room, and so you're welcome to say anything that you like. But we really try to be supportive. Uh, so here we go, we're doing the four minute sets, and everybody's here for them. Clap your hands together for your first comedian, number 11, Art Gal Eustian.
14: I like how you said, let's be supportive, and then three people just left. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great. Oh, that's great. Okay. Um, guys, I think that <clears throat> my sister's our parents' favorite child. I think it's really close, I think just by a little bit. Because both of us have done things for the first time in our families, right? Like my sister's the first in our family to get a PhD. And I'm the first in our family to get arrested. It's pretty close. See, what happened was I got arrested. I I was driving, and I had weed in the car, and I got pulled over. And when I got pulled over, at that time, I was listening to Jay-Z. You guys know that song, 99 Problems by Jay-Z? For those that don't know, in the first verse of the song is a conversation that Jay-Z is having with a cop after he gets pulled over for writing dirty, and that's what's happening to me. So when the cop walks up to me and he asks me, do you know why I pulled you over? The first thing my stupid ass thinks of is the lyrics to the song, because in it, Jay Z says, Because I'm young and I'm black and my hat's real low. Do I look like a mind reader, sir? I don't know. So that's what I said to the cop. But like a white boy, you know, I was like, Oh, geez, Louise, officer. It behooves me why you pulled me over. Then the cop goes, Get out of the car. Because he smelled the weed. He's like, Get out of the car. I'm going to search it. Again, I remember the lyrics to the song. And Jay Z said, well, my glove compartment is locked, so it's the trunk in the back, and I know my rights, so you're going to need a warrant for that. So I told the cop, you're going to need a warrant for that. And the cop goes, get the fuck out of the car, I'm going to drag you out. And I looked at him, and I said nothing, because I forgot the rest of the lyrics to the song. Yeah. Uh What else do I want to talk about? Uh I'm in my 30s, and I'm not married, and to my Armenian parents, that's a catastrophe you know so my mom trying to help me out she's like art how would you feel if I said show up with a nice girl from Armenia that shit ain't gonna work you know like how am I supposed to even communicate with this girl when she lives all the way in Armenia and I live with my girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) and she's always home Uh, let's try this joke I want feedback on this one uh I work in tech but I hate tech companies because they do all types of fucked up shit and then at the same time they try to position themselves as being like progressive and shit you know like you take apple for example apple used to use child labor in asia to manufacture their iphones and then when they got caught they responded by making their phones more inclusive and representative because now when we use emojis we get to pick our skin tones how neat is that but i liked it better when all the emojis were just yellow you guys remember that before they released the skin tones they were all just yellow because i liked it how we're all the same color as the kids who made the iphones i thought it was pretty neat I know that joke is a little racist, but I could actually say it because on am mom's side. I'm actually a quarter racist. <laughs> I want to try this joke because I like it, but it hasn't really been working. Um, I got matched with this girl on Tinder and her profile bio said, I don't date men with kids. I was like, all right, cool. I started talking to her, asked her what she does for work and she tells me she's a social worker working for the Child Protective Services, and she explains they're the people that take kids away from abusive homes. And she asked me, have you heard of them? I said, of course I have, because I actually wouldn't be able to date you if they didn't take my kids away. Okay, that's it.
4: Art Galustian, everyone. Okay, so now it's the time where we do comments. So there's there's um, there's a, there's one in the back. There's two up here. There's one on stage. Um, one and... All right, yay! Hiddle, I hiddle. think that hiddle. the very first hiddle, thing hiddle. you said about your sister, I think that not in this set because you were only getting four minutes, but I think it could be an opportunity for crowd work to ask like, "Who has brothers and sisters? Do you get along with them? Are you the favorite or whatever?" And then oh, be like, "I'm I like not the favorite." So it gives you an opportunity for crowd so be work. Like,
14: Anybody have siblings? Do you think you're
4: the favorite? Right, right, and right. I are I you the favorite? Or, or you're yeah. clearly not the favorite because look at your face. Or whatever, you can roast them <laughs> or do whatever the fuck you want. It's your show. Um and then oh gosh, are you using the word behooves on purpose because you're using it wrong? Oh, oh yeah, oh. Oh, you're I, using it on purpose wrong. Oh
14: no, I'm not. I'm oh not. okay,
4: so okay, I'm sorry, because behooves behooves is actually the exact wrong word to use because what you're saying is it's his duty or responsibility to arrest you. Behooves means that it's someone's duty or responsibility <laughs> to do something. So what you might want I should have you, done
14: my learning English
0: job Wait, too. So, that so if amazing. you want we'll
4: bewilders might be What's the w- a really like white word? No,
0: I think I th- I have a note related to that note. I say you keep behooves in its current context, but that joke needs an ending. So I think after he, he you you like and the cop had me up against the car and he's like and that's not the proper context for
4: behooves. Yeah, exactly. Because he's I, the grammar I, police. I think it's c- a school cop. It's grammar police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that would <laughs> be
0: an extra tag on it. I just think it it's behooves as funny as it is. It I, I wanted to keep it, but now that you're conscious of it, still keep it.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah just so you know it's 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 from wrong it's word. Wrong, but it's um funny. And, but that's okay. I'm the grammar Nazi. I'm a I'm a, I'm the grammar police. Uh and but uh and I, I know you again you were shortening your set, but I really, really liked when you had memorized all of the emojis when you went like there's uh. a pregnant man and a, or there's a pregnant woman and a pregnant man and pregnant non binary and there's Five buttons, and there's everything as a cat, like all that stuff. And when you rattled through it, it was super fun. It's like a Lauren joke where she just lists a bunch of things and keeps going. And I really like miss that part because I feel like it's, I don't know. Yeah,
14: I feel like the laughs weren't as.
4: Because then you, because when you, laugh-y. when you, when you go, when you say all the things there are and then you go back to the child's, the child dead children and them all being yellow because we're all equal, that's, it'll make that punchline punchier. Okay.
15: So that's just my more. opinion.
4: Okay, oh, other did. people.
11: Okay. Hey, hello. Other
15: comments. Uh, hi. Hi. Uh, feedback on your uh, joke where you meet a girl on Bumble, you know, mm-hmm. uh, on a dating app. It's too long. Uh, you could just say, you can start with, like, you could start with, like, I met a social worker girl. Like, you can tell her job with her with her introduction so that you don't have to say that I saw her profile. This is what she did. Then it becomes too long. Uh, yeah. Could try that. Just try about. And secondly, you could make that girl the same person who picked up your kids. That makes it more funny. Your kids? She's the one who took uh, your kids. So you She's can like just say, Galustian. Yeah. Galustian. Yeah. Uh, you, you can just remember. say, <laughs> Don't you remember? You came to 6th Street, apartment number this, to pick up
14: those kids. <laughs> yeah, that was good.
0: Yeah. Like, I had a note about the joke where you're like. Um I know that sounds racist but I can say that because on my mom's side I'm a quarter racist. I like the joke. I qu- would question if the first line could be like I know that sounds bad but it, but I can say that because it's just uh, using the word so racist. I don't know. Oh yeah because you want the punch line. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, but I think it could work just as it is. So I just think about it. But it c- could be fine.
14: <laughs> no, that's a good point. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I think the punchline will hit harder. It could be good either
0: way. Here you
16: go. All right. Um, I have the same problem. I feel like when you're talking about the um, iPhone problem and, and like a tech problem, Yeah. Um, you use a lot of words. Cause I feel like you're trying to make it perfectly clear what your point is, and it comes out longer than it needs to be, and it sounds like written. That's like, exactly it, yeah. I work in tech, and I hate when tech companies – this thing with a position that just be like tech companies say one thing and do the other Just like i have this problem too where i overwrite and the way i try and fix it is i just like uh, go on my phone and like talk about the problem until i get like an organic way of saying it. that's like just one that's moment. good feedback
14: because a lot of my setups are really long that's that's what i'm working on cut it down
4: all right last um com- or we'll have two more comments and then we got to okay. cut it
17: i don't know what it behooves me in. <laughs> thank
14: you Uh-oh. thank you god damn that made me feel so much better yeah, i don't, I don't, I don't know what
17: word. it means i'm sorry
4: <laughs> exactly there you go there you go
17: i didn't get that joke
4: <laughs> <laughs> they just said what he means i
17: learned <laughs> that was it that was it all right i love that hooves
10: means duty or responsibility okay last comment lauren okay um when you say i looked at him and said nothing and then you say uh because i forgot the lyrics i would suggest that you go the other way and say because the next lyrics were and then make up some stupid shit. and <laughs> you know that you can't say that so you said nothing yeah i don't know i mean make up something
14: like I, r- I was thinking another end to it be like i remember that at the end of the song jay-z gets arrested
4: <laughs> that yeah yeah no matter yeah. what he says he was arrested anyway
14: yeah that's what I was singing when Lauren was singing. Yeah.
4: Last comment. We got to move Yo, on. Last
15: comment. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, last comment for you art. Uh, I don't know if it, if that's possible, but maybe each lyric should be a, should be a funny. Thing. Otherwise. Funny. <laughs>
4: GD with the uh, with the unexpected slam. No, 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 no. I like I like how you went from the back to
14: the front to tell me to be funny. No, no, no. (laughs) Hey,
15: listen to me. I'm just saying,
14: each time. No, but they're actual lyrics though.
15: Yeah. So make some try to make some. That's what I said. I don't know if that's possible, but maybe like each thing you say should be funny. Oh God. Clap your hands together, everybody. We gotta I gotcha. move on though because gotcha. we're running out
4: of time. Clap my hands together for ArcL Yay! Art, yay, all right. Yay, <laughs> our, yay, <laughs> our, <laughs> one, oh, all right, we have four more comedians with comments. Your next comedian. Clap your hands together. It's Harvey Warshawon. Yay! <laughs>
16: I'm gonna say a bunch of bad words. So my dad's black, but everyone sees me as a white guy, and that pisses me off. Because to be honest, I'd rather be seen as black. And that pisses me off because wanting to be black is the whitest shit I do. <laughs> like <laughs> when I'm undercover with a bunch of when I'm undercover with a bunch of white people, white guys especially. This question always comes up. If you had to be another race, what race would you be? Always had to be, by the way. Never (laughs) if you got to be another race, if you could be another race. Always if you had to be another race. And every white guy says black every time. I do look really white, though, and I've been told that comes with a lot of privilege, of course, Uh, but looking this white does make me feel like I'm not black. Um, like I'll never be the victim of a hate crime, but I do feel like a hate crime would help with my identity crisis. Like, I feel like being the victim of a hate crime would make me feel more included in the black community, which is fucked up. That's definitely fucked up, but here's how I honestly feel. If you call me the M word, fuck you, but thanks for noticing, (laughs) you know, I feel too... Uh, included in the gay community for someone who's approximately straight. I've been called a fag thousands of times. can get one N-word. Um, I've been called a fag so much that I'll say fag, uh, but I won't say the M word because I haven't been called the M word In fact, the closest I've been to being called the N-word was nigglet, and if I'm being honest with you, I'm not a big fan of throwing that one around. This is me kind of trying it out. Didn't go as well as last time. (laughs) Um. (laughs) But technically I do have my words backwards, right? Like I should say the N word, my family's black, we're from the South, and I shouldn't say fag. Like I only like dick when it's attached to hot chicks and that shit isn't even gay anymore. (laughs) So you can tell my dad's black because he named me Harvey. Now Harvey's a really white name, but it's also a really old name and that adds up to a black name. You see the longer you let a white name age, the blacker it gets a couple examples uh, Reginald, Tremaine, Cornelius, Thelonius, Julius. These are all old ass white names that are black as shit. Um, And maybe the opposite is true too. Maybe if you let, uh, if maybe. Black names get wider over time. We just don't know yet, because no one's been brave enough to give their little white baby a black name. We should name a white baby Draymond, and <laughs> see, and just see if he grows into it. Give it a couple years. If he doesn't, that's fine. That just means Draymond isn't a white name yet. Kill the baby, for now he's problematic, and we'll try it again in a couple years. Alright, cool. That's that's everything. Thanks,
4: guys. Yay, yeah, Harvey! Uh, oh, great. Right. Well, obviously your first two jokes were awesome because you heard the laughter. That first joke was in, was great, and the "fuck you, thank you" that was great. Cool. Um, the nigglet thing, maybe you can make it work because you're so tall. Am mm-hmm. I? I'm sorry. I'm quoting him. Am I not allowed to quote?
16: You can say it. I am one. I'm sorry. I
4: I'm just <laughs> quoting. But it doesn't make sense because you're so tall and it would mean that you're tiny. Oh, true. Right, so there's a there's something there.
16: It was when I was little, that but makes and, sense. Um, I do
4: like that you chose the name Draymond, but you can even extend that more. Um, one time, one of my ex-boyfriends, when he was playing that game, the f- fantasy po- football, he only chose players that had Sean in their name.
11: Like D Sean.
4: Yeah, all the Seans. Okay. Anything with Sean, it's white and black, because Sean, is super white, but okay. like Sean and Sean and all the Shawn, there's all Sean. All Sean's actually a name. <laughs> so all right, there's cool. all the,
16: anyways. I'll think about it. I'll mess around with that name. Yeah. I've like plugged different things in.
4: Because all the names, you have a lot of room to play there. Okay, yeah. more comments.
13: Also, I have more ideas for premises and you might already have them. So it could be like when you are hanging out with your dad, everyone just thinks that he revenge adopted you, like a black guy adopting a white kid.
16: Okay. Uh, to like fuck them up?
13: Like no, just Revenge like, adoption? Like usually white people adopt like Oh I see what you're saying, I see yeah. what you're saying okay. uh, Then you could also say that even your dad does not accept you Okay In his inner circle like he does not take oh, okay. you with his close friends uh, And then you might have like cousins who are black And they might just uh, when you are hanging out with them they say to their black friends That don't worry he's one of the
16: good ones <laughs> Okay nice Okay, cool. I think about something like that.
4: Yeah. Any other comments?
18: Comments, comments, comments. Very precarious. Hello. Hey. Okay, I only I have one small thing. I thought, also, I really really enjoy uh this set. It's hilarious. I think for the names, you could even like find real names of like old black guys who have done cool shit that sounds super white just like help people visualize it you know uh-huh.
16: i well I, I try to do that but i don't think people picked on like reginald is reggie watts the is Thelonious monk that's kind of what i thought you were going history. like <laughs> i kind of <laughs>
18: feel like you could say the whole name and uh, like it would even affirm it yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah right, gotcha but that's okay I got. cool
3: Lauren <laughs>
10: uh, has a comment Crimes, hate crimes more included. I thought if you explored it a little bit more Mm -hmm. and got into, like, um, an example and and then, like, took it, really went for it and what happened to you and and then how it made you feel and then, boom, now I feel better.
16: All right, cool. Yeah, I can expand on that for sure.
4: Last comment from Art.
14: Uh, It's not really a comment, but you're fucking hilarious. I think I've seen you, like, I don't know how many times, but I feel like it's a different set every time and it's hilarious and that's really fucking impressive.
16: I think I have, like, anxiety. I think, um, like, I'm just, like, scared. Like, I, like, I get really scared that I don't like my material, and then I throw it away and rewrite something new frequently. So I think I just got to commit to a bit. I really Yeah.
11: Because I
14: used to know like you as the chlamydia boy, and now you're the white black boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know what's going to be next, but I like it. I was like calling it.
4: you abortion boy for a minute. I was, cool. like, I was like, like, I with the abortion jokes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
16: Okay, cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It behooves you. I would have like a quick yeah. question.
4: Look at that in context.
16: Um I'm trying to do more open mics. Can I is it what do you th- can I do this material anywhere or do I need to be like uh,
4: No, you do I whatever you here. want wherever you want to. Unless you okay. go to a place like for example Oceanales on Sunday, although Mark didn't agree with the rules, but when there's children in the room, usually you just don't fuck swear or you stay away from abortion. But right. if you wanna do it, it ain't nothing. You can do whatever you want right, to do. Cool. You That's just have to accept the consequences after. Cause a lot of times people will be like, Hey, thanks for you being you, but next time no more fuck swears. Okay, or, cool. you know, whatever they say. But yeah, go to all the open mics and do whatever makes you feel good.
16: Cool. Sounds good.
4: Put your hands together, everybody, for Harvey. Yay. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. He actually could be the ghost of one of my abortions, because my ex-husband was black. Your next comedian is so lovely and so talented and so funny, and also a really great, like designer. And she's totally helpful, and she's a social media director of Mutiny Radio. Clap your hands together for Emily
3: Rudolph.
4: <laughs> okay, is this the one?
18: Pam, is this the mic? The right one? Oh, I hear myself. This is the one. This is the one. Um, okay, that was a very, that's a tough act to follow, not Harvey Weinstein. Um, okay, so I'm going to try to work some stuff out. Um, I don't know how many of you guys know this, but uh, I'm a writer. It's part of my job, and I've been thinking a lot about words lately, um, the words we use with each other. Like, when did it become normal for men to tell women that they want to cheat on their wives? You know, like, you're telling me you want to cheat on your wife, I'm looking for a guy who can take action, you know, a real go-getter. Uh, <laughs> I also really hate it when people say that they want to smash, you know, guys will be like, I want to smash, bro, I want to smash. Uh, like, set aside the the fact that that word is uh, just completely unsexy, it, it really seriously lacks in creativity. Um, I don't know about the four, or the three other women in this room, but when I... Meet a man that is good with words. He gets me wetter than a freshly used cucumber. See what I mean? Good with words. So if you're gonna come at me with a pickup line, I'm just saying come at me with something memorable. You know, unique. Um, here's a few. Uh, here's a few pickup lines that uh, that, that have stuck with me. All right. Uh, like, why don't you come at me with something like, "You want to order in sushi tonight, or maybe butter the biscuit later?" Or you could be a little more spicy and say something like, you wanna toss the wand down the Chamber of Secrets later? Bring an al dente noodle to the spaghetti factory? (laughs) (laughs) Do some squats in the cucumber patch? Mmm, I don't even know what that one means, but I'm gonna wonder forever. Uh, It's interesting how the meaning behind words can become interchangeable. Of course, this is something that we know from comedy, but. Have you ever thought about how many shitty-feeling business names in the Bay would kill it as a strip club? Uh, (laughs) When I was younger, I grew up near a strip club called Band-Aids. And uh, it had been there for a long time, like 25 years. And the dancers, they put Band-Aids on their nipples. Um, The Band-Aids were scratch and sniff. And growing up, I was always just, like, gross. Like, what a gross name for a strip club, you know? The Band-Aids were always placed in a way that made them really hard to scratch, if you could even reach one. And the point of that story is just to tell you that strip clubs should not be in charge of their own creative marketing campaigns. Um, <laughs> but on the flip side of that, there are a lot of names of feeling businesses that I think are missed opportunities in the strip club industry. And here are just a few that I've noticed recently. Rodworks, right, you know exactly what you're getting when you walk inside, big, chiseled. Um, Rug Works, also big, chiseled. Butch, same thing, but for the ladies. Hot ramen, that's a play on words, hot raw men. Not sure if I'm keeping that ah. one or not, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anal tech, need I say more? And my hometown favorite, Long Wongs. I drove past Long Wongs, or I rode past Long Wongs, rather, for 16 years in Phoenix, Arizona, thinking that it was a uh, flamboyant strip club for gay Asian men. The building was even hot pink. Um so needless to say, my sweet 16 was a real letdown. Uh, that's all I got for you guys tonight. Thank you. <laughs> Yay! Emily Rudolph, I hope that at Long Wongs they
4: sold um really, really enormous egg rolls. We did, uh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: Um,
4: I loved your bro voice on the cheating thing. Your bro voice is very funny as an act out, and I Thank feel sure. like you can extend there. I would, at the beginning of your strip club joke, I would rattle off a bunch of those names that are ridiculous. Like the one I remember from when I was little was spearmint Rhino. That's like one of my favorite oh. strip club. Have you heard of the Spearman like oh. Rhino? Oh. It's one okay. in LA. But I would do like three of them before you start but I, I can't believe names. that Long Wongs is real, but you're saying it's real, and I believe you. Oh, it's real. Oh, they, that's show, that's they sold they sold chicken wings in a tent. It's you should go there. You that's to go to see, that's <laughs> a detail. That's a concrete, specific detail. That's great. That they sold chicken wings in yeah. a tent. Like, dear God, <laughs> all that stuff is like scintillating. I think that there's just a little that that needs a little more reordering of that okay. joke. Yeah, yeah.
0: Spencer um, um, I think it bears mentioning what they, what lo- what I have the microphone. Oh, what Long Wong does, because, yeah, because I didn't know. I think I think the specific will help that. We'll also, that. Um, uh, al dente noodle at to the spaghetti factory is yes. fantastic. Thank you. Um, uh, buttering biscuit, is gross, every time. <laughs> <laughs> I would drop that one and run five <laughs> miles away from it. Okay. it I hate it, <laughs> but it, it's good, but...
8: I feel There's like more euphemisms. Said buttering
18: the biscuit in her set oh. and I liked it. Did you? You did, didn't you? Yeah.
8: Yes, yes, I mean it is <laughs> now. Now we're here. <laughs>
18: it's
4: a real, it's a real she's talking about actual <laughs> breakfast treats. <laughs> we all know where my brain is at.
18: So
4: <laughs> <laughs> Harvey, you got some comments.
16: Yeah, so I've seen you perform like quite a lot. And I think you're whenever I watch you you're doing a, like new material, which is awesome that you're writing so much. Um, but I think that a lot is taken away from your performance by reading off your phone. Mm-hmm, like, because uh, yeah. it, it one part is like similar to is like it comes off writery. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a second part is like, you're missing like the suspension of disbelief of like, we don't believe that you are like.
3: Talking to
16: us. Yeah, talking to yeah. us but also like that you're having these like real thoughts. Mm-hmm like it seems like you're reading off a very funny teleprompter, but like a teleprompter, yeah. whereas like it could be more like you're just coming up with these things off the top of your head uh, and it's funny how insane they are. You
18: know? yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Thank you.
4: Yeah, it's hard once you write a script and then you memorize then. It, uh, one person to watch who is great at it is George Carlin. He had the same exact script from show to show to show and you can listen to recordings and see him from the past and it's unbelievable that he's doing the exact same script but when he does it in front of a different audience somehow it still feels and reads totally fresh. But he's also, he's a terrible actor. I don't know if you saw Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he is the worst. I'm sorry, as Rufus, as Rufus reading someone else's lines, he's, Horrible, oh, and yeah. I'm sorry. I'm being blasphemous, but what I'm saying is that his own comedy and what he's written, when it's memorized, somehow he made it seem fresh, and it's mm-hmm. mind blowing. Um, St- uh, Steve Martin, same way. Cool, thank you guys. I yeah, oh,
10: wait, I, I just had that. one note. Um, I thought it was great, and I love the word, the pickup lines, and the words. <laughs> I love that whole thank concept because I love words. I wish um, could you explain smash. I didn't know what oh that was. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah.
18: Smash just means, like, that you want to bang someone. You okay. Maybe add that
10: for the people who are dumb like me. It's, it's, it's,
18: I should mention the what? The Hulk? The Hulk? Yeah. Oh. Or
4: That's true. But yeah. also, I thought it was like from Smash Brothers, and you were doing that bro voice like, yeah, we're going to play
3: some
18: Smash Brothers later tonight. That, like Smash Bros, bro. But I didn't, I don't know. I just, I just. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like get to a point where I can like act. I'm actually like a complete weirdo. Y'all can ask Wolfgang. Uh, <laughs> So, and I'm trying to get to a point where I can like be as weird as I am at home on stage, and so that's part of this. And also, I definitely <laughs> want to try to get off the phone with this new one. So thank you, everybody.
4: Yay! Clap your hands together for Emily Rudolph! <laughs> <laughs> yay!
18: Yay,
4: yay, 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 yay. All right. Two more comedians with comments, and then we just go back to the regular open mic. Your next comedian. Clap your hands together. Or keep paying attention and being awesome. It's Wolfgang Reed! Woo!
17: <laughs> How are we doing, everybody? Yes, Mutiny Radio. Fuck yeah. Stand-up comedy. Love stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy is fun. I actually really like doing this. Stand-up comedy is really cool, but stand-up comedy is really hard. You know, And it's hard because timing is everything. right? Timing is really everything. Like I'll give you an example. Uh, this is a joke I wrote the other day. Um, is it gay to have sex with a trans woman? Timing is everything. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Anyway, um, so uh, something really weird happened to me the other day. Uh, I was walking down the street. I was walking through San Francisco, and I was walking past a park, and I saw something really weird. I saw something crazy. I saw a bunch of kids playing in the park, and I saw a pedophile. I saw a pedophile in the park. I was the only one who saw him. No one else saw him, and no, I wasn't looking at myself. Ha ha, stop saying that, guys. I wasn't looking at myself. I was looking through my binoculars. I was bird watching. At the playground, <coughs> naked. But no, I was looking. <laughs> I was uh, I, was, I saw that, and and I was the only one who who noticed that he was a pedophile. I was the only one who saw through his disguise. The disguise was really shitty. All he did was just he replaced the candy with ice cream, and he just put a window and extra freezer space in his white van. And all of a sudden, kids are just lining up down the block to get ice cream from this guy. And I was like, what the fuck? How did I think of that? Because <laughs> there's no bigger loophole in the fucking world to getting within arms distance from a kid from a fucking moving vehicle than that. You don't even have to try, like with the white van, you gotta pull up, you're screech, and then you open up the door, put a bag on a set. With the ice cream truck, you just play music and kids are running out of their fucking houses with money in their hands. You don't even have to try, but you just stick out a popsicle and just like, like, like as soon as they grab on, just it's like catching tuna, you know. Put them in the freezer, you know. I don't even... <laughs> You don't even have have to keep... You could even just keep the money. You could just catch and release, you know what I mean? Just keep the money. What is the fucking kid going to say? What is the kid going to tell his parents? Oh, the ice cream man stole my money. The ice cream man stole my money. Really? The ice cream man stole your money and didn't molest you? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious? (laughs) You know what's weird, though? You know what's actually really weird about it is it seems like they don't. It seems like they don't. I've never actually heard of an ice cream man who diddles kids. I've never heard of it in my life. I have heard of kids who go missing. Which, I mean, when you really (laughs) consider how just dead easy it must be, you have to assume that some of those kids are in my new ice cream truck. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and that is everything, that is my time. Name is Raphael Wolfgang, thank you. Yay, Wolfgang, hooray.
4: Um, You mentioned money, and I think there's a tag there because we live in SF. It's SF, of course he stole your money. Because popsicles are $5 a piece now. Like, it's not <laughs> something about how, you know, it's, you know, $12 for a fucking ice cream cone right, or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why you're, yeah. Uh, other comments? Other comments?
6: Uh, I've So with the, c- the catching, uh, ca- is it you're catching the kids like tuna? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're freezing them? Yeah. <laughs> you could can them, right? Oh. So you could can them or you could freeze them or you could fuck them, Right. Because uh, you could fuck tuna, <laughs> and then you could I fuck tuna. Well, you could fuck anything with a hole. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, and, and and they're and they're f- and he's fucking the kids, right? Right. right. So you <laughs> got so that you could yes. fuck the tuna. You could fuck. It's the same. Uh, y- it's yeah. the analogy too, for yes. yeah. And then you, you <laughs> could, but yeah, and you could you could ki- you could ki- you could freeze the kids, right. or you could can the kids. Could you could can, can them, break. right? So. <laughs>
17: You could yeah. dry them into maybe you could dry them into I'm
6: jerky. So you could make child jerky. Right, you, could make jerky you, could make jerky. you yeah. can make jerky out of tuna. You can make jerky. You can make a poke bowl. <laughs>
4: poke bowl.
6: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then fucking. I thought the timing joke was really funny. I just thought it was really unnecessary the way you set it up, um, right. just the just the way you set it up. Like comedy's hard. Yeah. So, uh, it is it is hard, and I don't think it's needed. Are so
17: you saying? You're saying I should just go with the second half where I go, is it gay to have sex with a trans woman? Yeah, you timing? should do the, the joke.
16: Okay. Uh, so you do it three times. The best time is when you ask when the audience fucking freeze, and then you like time it.
17: You're yeah, like no, it it's crazy. funnier when someone responds <laughs> and I cut them off a little bit. No one responded
6: this time. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the the, I mean the joke part of it is very funny. I thought the setup was, it just, I, I, I didn't, no for me, dog. No, sure. I,
16: I, it's <laughs> awesome. You're awesome. Fair enough. This time I didn't give yeah, that you were asking the Use audience. Use the microphone, Harvey. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. This time I caught less that you were asking the audience and you expected a reply because like I wrote this joke a while ago. Is it gay to fucking trans right, man? you Yeah. Then you're just kind of posing that out there. That to, whereas if a point it, I'm and yeah, right. something as
17: simple as just pointing or gesturing yeah. towards the o- yeah something like that get a get,
4: find a microphone.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be subtle. Just point at someone and make direct eye contact and right. they have to answer you. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Especially if like, especially if it's like that little interaction with the audience member uh, would be helpful to the setup of your joke, you don't have to be shy about forcing right. them to answer. Right, right, right,
17: <laughs> for sure. You gave me two.
4: Uh, Hey everybody, clap your hands together everybody for Wolfgang! Uh, We have one last workshopper and then we've got Jenny and then Johnny and then me and that's everybody Uh, Hey, clap your hands together. Keep being awesome and paying attention and taking notes for your next comedian I love your name because it makes me think of Jar Jar because he was a gongan But I don't know how to actually pronounce your name, but people call him G.D. Hey everyone, hi. Hi. I'm not really in the mood to tell
15: something dangerous happened that I see, uh, I saw, sorry, I didn't see, I'm so nervous I can't speak English correctly. Uh, (laughs) I saw last weekend I was there right outside Tenderloin on Market Street, something dangerous. It was a self-driving car. Who is asking for these things? I don't understand. Why don't we let the human beings do what they have been doing for decades? Self-driving car. Who is, honey, okay, I thought. if you, if you, if you want to go from A to B, and you're okay to sit in a self-driving car, you don't need a ride, you need therapy. You are suicidal. <laughs> self-driving car, what's next? A Robot adopting me? I don't understand who is, who is m- making these things. When people in tech, the, their job is to make sure that jobless people stay jobless. And machines do everything. That's why my girlfriend left me, because a machine was satisfying her more than me. (laughs) (laughs)
17: Laughing. Okay.
15: (laughs) I have been uh, really sad recently. I realized that I can work hard as much as I want, but I will never be a successful woman. Nobody is celebrating man's success anymore.
13: (laughs)
19: <laughs> All right.
15: I actually, I'm uh, turning 29 soon, so I think it's time to get a marriage. Also, finding a roommate is so difficult in San Francisco. And breaking a lease is more difficult than things like a divorce. Because when I want to break a lease, just need to tell my landlord and he sues me, files a lawsuit, but when I want to take a divorce, is easy. How many kids do we have? Four, okay, you take two, I take two. End of story. It's not that easy, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Need to kill a bunch of them. I'm trying to find a wife, and I'm on marriage apps. That's how it happens in India, I'm on marriage apps. Pretty much like Bumble, but the only difference is the profile of the girl is made by the girl's father. I don't know a single girl who would be okay with her father creating her profile. I'll read a bio now. Thanks for visiting the profile of my daughter. This line enough sh- should motivate me to go back, but I keep reading because I don't have anything to do. We are looking for a well-settled and a caring boy. I commented, how about kind of settled, sometimes caring, and good in bed. Would your daughter like that? His daughter commented, yes, meet me on Bumble. Right. Time flies when you are t- telling shit jokes. Okay. Uh, last line says please contact us if interested. Are you trying to find a son in law or a salesman for Safeway? What else I have? Right. Right. That's, that's it for today.
9: Yep. Yep. Hooray!
4: <laughs> That's GD. I'm there, you're there. Um, Hey, I enjoy the premise of your joke about the robots. I just have to let you know, someone three years ago who used to come through here actually had, and I quote, I'm sorry, I remember everybody's jokes, but his joke was, robots robots took my job and then fucked my wife. So Mm. same joke, but different language. Your language is really, Verbose I would write everything down and I would cut the chaff for example your marriage app thing It's got to be shortened like I'd write it out and get rid of the stuff. You don't need I'd start with like I'm on just Indians do wedding apps they're written by their father but Like you just got to get to it because you've got three extra sentences that it takes about 15 seconds And I know you're like 15 seconds. What the fuck but you want to try eventually like to be like Jim Gaffigan and have punchlines every 15 seconds. And that's, you know, impossible, as Jim Gaffigan. But cut, ri- I would, I recommend write everything out and then just cut, omit unnecessary words and then relook at it and you'll see like, oh, what I thought was a minute is actually only 30 seconds. Got it. Does that, right? Because all that stuff, that marriage app stuff is great. And then you said, not good in bed, just go for huge dick. It's a better punchline. <laughs> You do something something huge, dick, right? I mean, that's okay. That I I, I don't know. And let, we'll say whatever you want. It's your joke. But you said good in bed. There's funnier words than good in bed. No, Got
15: it. you know, like I just thought. Like I just thought, like big dick is like too cliche.
4: So no, maybe that's too cliche too. Maybe like smash is like an antelope, or I don't know something
20: cool. I, don't, I don't, right. I'm not hip.
4: Okay. Uh, other 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 comments? Yeah yeah
3: yeah. That's
20: um, I don't know if it'd be funny if you went like uh, almost settled da 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 bad in bed because it's kind of a callback to like your earlier thing when you said you weren't pleasing your girlfriend. Okay. So oh. Something to try.
15: That's nice.
0: I was gonna say that big, a big penis is is a funny word.
15: <laughs> I <I'll> use that. <laughs> <next>
0: instead <laughs> of big dick, if you just want to switch it up a little bit, you could say penis <laughs> instead. Big penis. Okay. Yeah. And also, um, there was some. I think it was Pam had a note about um, the the fathers writing the profiles, and then y- uh, you start to get romantic feelings for the for the parent instead of the daughter.
15: Yeah, I should have tried that. Yeah.
0: Which I, which I thought could be funny. Because uh, yeah, oh, you're like, oh, he's so well spoken. <laughs>
15: I'd write it down for sure. That yep, was the yep. feedback given to me last time as well, but I didn't.
13: robot to pleasure
15: yeah it's a good call back man thanks man i appreciate it
14: sure. i was gonna say the uh where you're like no matter ho- how hard i work i can never be a successful woman yeah i think i'm just from san francisco because i'm like you could be you know what i mean
15: i could say like i'm planning to have a sex change because i want to be a successful. Woman. because so nobody's I celebrating th- man.
14: you could be anything you want just be funny. <laughs>
4: <laughs> fair, I'd, I'd fair, man. fair. Uh, whoever brought all their garbage in the station today, please take it out. Uh, put your hands together, yeah. everybody, for GD. Yay. I know, I know it's GD. Hey, that's how the joke workshop works. Now we're not giving comments anymore. We're just doing four-minute sets. And our next comedian, it is so excited that Exciting that she's here. She's visiting us from L.A. She's hilarious. She's amazing. She was part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival last year, and God damn it, I hope she comes back this year. Clap your hands together, everyone, for Jenny Mulaney.
20: Um I was bummed I missed the comment section, but now I'm kind of relieved, so Harvey Weinstein can't tell me to not read off my phone. <laughs> um, I've had a case of writer's block lately. The jokes just aren't coming. Like, me and my last relationship, Um, I was talking to my astrologist about it, and she suggested I do a full moon ritual to rid myself of all past trauma and wounds. I was like, then how am I going to be a comedian? Uh, Thanks, Lauren. (laughs) Um, But Sapphire Moon, yes, that's my astrologist, she insisted that if I do this ritual, it will make me a household name. So she said, what I need to do is gather a bunch of sticks and twigs and make a doll of my former self and write down anything I need to release, tie it to the doll. Basically, the bitch wanted me to make a voodoo doll, right? Um, So I was was going along with it um, until we got to this part. She said, I need to take all my crystals, go out in nature with the doll, lay it down, and set it on fire. Yeah, I was like, in the fire capital of the country? (laughs) You think those people with the gender reveal got smashed in the media? (laughs) Sure, I'll be a household name, but not for comedy. I can see the headlines now. Crystal girl, sets Bay Area ablaze. Berkeley Hills fire, result of full moon ritual. 500 acres burned and 14 dead. Some say arsonist, she says astrologist. Um, That's not how I wanna go out. I want this girl is on fire, not setting a fire. Uh, Woohoo stuff aside, I do believe in science, I'm I'm pro-vax, sorry, thank you. Um, Yeah, I've actually had all three shots, Moderna, Pfizer, and Botox, because I'm from L.A. Um, So I've been up in the Bay Area for a while now, and the other night I was hanging out in the Castro, and I saw someone very unladylike in the ladies' room. It made me quite uncomfortable. Um, This quote-unquote lady was super loud, Stood up in the stall, facing the toilet, made a big old mess, left the seat up and everything. And I'm sorry, but what that lady was doing in there, unnatural, wrong, and uh, God forbid children be exposed to it. They deserve their, they they need to have their own restroom. They don't belong in the ladies' room. You know the people I'm talking about. Those fucking bulimics. Uh, That joke is a real crowd pleaser up into the (laughs) punchline when I'm in Tennessee. Um, I don't make fun of the trans, but I do make fun of eating disorders because I used to have one. Um, I was anorexic and I didn't realize that my weight loss was out of control until I stopped getting attention from black guys. I guess you could say that was my rock bottom, no longer having one. I told that joke and one of my friends after a show was like, Jenny, you can't say black guys on stage, that's racist. I was like, Kristen, the way you just whispered, black guys, that's racist. <laughs> um, and and you know, if I were just assuming all black men had big dicks, that would make me racist, right? But if I'm traveling the country doing the proper research to evaluate that stereotype, I think that makes me an anthropologist. <laughs> I'm Jenny Mulaney, that's my time.
4: Yeah. Jenny, that's Jenny Mulaney, everyone, all the way from L.A., so excited that you're here this month. Your next comedian, he is amazing. He's a showrunner for Hella Funny and puts on amazing shows every week. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Honiton Ortiz. Yeah.
2: That's one, two. What's up? Hey, Mutiny Radio, I love you. I miss you. It's good to see everybody. <coughs> you look as depressed on the outside as I feel on the inside. Kraut's here. I thought you died. Dude, we're fucking glad you're still with us. You <laughs> hanging in there? <laughs> I like got a couple more jokes to tell. Um, I uh, I want to get one thing out of the way. I fuck. I crush mad puss. How you guys doing? (sighs) Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, guys. I'm Mexican. That's what you need to know about me. I'm Mexican. My street name is El Pollo Loco, homie. (laughs) So uh, there's a lot of catalytic converters being stolen. Maybe you've had your stolen. Uh, I don't get upset. I don't get upset when I hear about it, about catalytics being uh, stolen. I don't get upset because, like, I support black markets. You know, like the illegal selling of, of goods on the black market. All right, yeah, San Francisco, I love you, man. You're, you're woke. <laughs> dude. You're good. You're good. Woke. Don't cancel me yet. Check this out. Um, so um, I got lucky after a show, and I, I, I made whoopee with a girl, and um, but we liked each other. There was chemistry, you know? It was good. It was good. And I was single at the time, and um, she told me, hey, I'm going to be honest with you. My biological clock is ticking. I want a baby. And I was like, Yeah, hey, I'm a broke comic. I can't, I can't afford a baby. She says, No, 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 no. You could be a stay-at-home dad in the daytime, and and just do comedy at night. And I was like, Fucking high five, dude. Fuck yeah, you know? Uh, because she was rich. She was rich, and we agreed. We agreed to it. We, I, I'm fucking shooting loads in her, right? Like every night, trying to get her pregnant. And um, and, and within and within two weeks, we were telling each other we love each other, right? We're trying to get pregnant. We're telling each other we love each other. But we're adults, and, and we kind of had some perspective at one point. We said, let's play a game. Let's play Let's play a game where we tell each other any potential red flags, right? We call it the red flag game, right? And so she went first. She's like, you know, b- because we're in so deep, we're trying to have babies, we're in love, and it's like, let's be adults about this. She's like, I'll go first. She tells me, um, I've, I've never told anybody this, but I have had two abortions. And I said, like, that's a green flag in my book. You know, uh, then it was my turn. Then it was my turn. This is true. And, and, and um, I told her, right now, um, I'm in a green card marriage. That I'm in a green card marriage. And she goes, like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, a good friend of the family asked me to marry his cousin from China. And she said, uh, get the fuck out of my house. And uh, things went downhill. She, she, I, I thought it was a safe space with the whole red flag game but um i i i lost that game <laughs> thank you i got one minute just enough time for q and a um <laughs> <because> <laughs> why would you cover your mouth if you're laughing Pam um yeah go ahead guys I what, what's <laughs> anybody any any questions so far <laughs> like
4: do you, do you get any good tax write-offs for being married in a green car? or any other?
2: Fuck yeah, hell yeah! Every year, every year, get like at least a, uh, at least a G, you know, <laughs> from it. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, game
2: game? <laughs> 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 yeah, it was like red light, green light. <laughs> All right, I gotta go. Enjoy your night. Happy Monday, everyone. <laughs> Bye.
4: audits in Ortiz asking the important questions. We've got two comics left, don't get comedy pneumonia. Your next comedian's so patient and wonderful, thanks for sticking around. Clap your hands together for Johnny
3: Nutzen! All
19: right, I'm gonna try to go the whole thing without touching the microphone, you know, out of respect. But also, because I feel like if I ever had to like suck a dick, you know, I like wouldn't touch the shaft. I'd just be like, you know, like a little, little kiss, you know? Two dicks that I had to suck without actually touching the shaft. I don't know. All right. Um, I live at home, you know, and I'm uh, I'm bald, so uh, that's pr- that's like a bit fucked, you know. When Google figures out that you're a bald guy that lives with his parents, you know, it's like because like that's bad for your algorithm, you know. Because once your algorithm gets wind of that, it's like we're gonna radicalize that fucker, you know. So I'm just out here trying to not get radicalized, you know like a full-time job you know i'm like kicking away youtube suggestions left and right you know okay because i get like crazy shit me, you know like 10 minute home workout you know three signs you're autistic the truth about january 6 you know i don't click on it never click on them (laughs) you know i don't know now they're crazy videos um people always ask me if i have an accent you know that's, like, a weird thing because, like, I don't think I do. You know, I'm like, no, I think I'm just uh, dumb. <laughs> That's what I sound like. You know what I mean? I don't know. I did do a 23andMe, though, and it turns out that you're not supposed to cum into the vial. You're supposed to spit into it, you know? I don't know. I got my results back, though. I got, like, a bad batch, I think, you know, on account of the cum. And because uh, the results said that all my ancestors did meth, <laughs> which can't be accurate. Surely that can't be accurate, Right. I don't know. I don't think meth was a thing until, like, I don't know, 30, 40 years ago, right? <laughs> Anybody know the exact date that they invented meth? <laughs> uh, that's probably on Wikipedia, right? I've been learning a lot on the internet, you know, because you got to, like, know your way around the internet, you know, right? Turns out there's an entire Wikipedia dedicated to skin, which is a weird thing, right? Someone's like, hey, are you a skin enthusiast? I'm like, no, I think that's a weird term, <laughs> I don't think you should be a skin enthusiast, right? That's like a little too silence of the whammy. I don't know. Right? <laughs> I don't know. But the, 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 uh, the first sentence to the Wikipedia for skin is, uh skin is a really weird fucking word, you know? S-K-I-N. That's a weird word. But I guess that's like anything, though. You say it enough times, it just sounds funky, right? Skin, 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 skin. <laughs> Be very weird if uh, like someone walked past and just saw a bald guy like chanting skin. You know what I mean? in like a weirdly lit room <laughs> with a bunch of I don't know, very happy looking people. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm learning about skin, you know. And um, there's like three main functions for skin. You know, regulation, protection sensitivity thank God it turns out though like I don't know like how much protection skin is given us you know because like the last time I checked it gonna be cut by paper you know what I mean some weak ass protection in my book I, mean, I don't know I know it's sensitive though because I do have a penis and there is skin on my penis you know so I can vouch for that all right where did I lose you guys here was it <laughs> something am gonna do with the skin or I don't know. I think it'd be possible to say skin like three or 400 times in five minutes, if you you had to, (laughs) you know what I mean? Just set the record (laughs) for the most times. I don't know, I mean, skin's just been on my mind, you know? Well, really on top of my mind, you know? On the sides, on face skin. All right, I'm gonna leave, Good up for Pam and uh, yourself. (laughs)
4: Clap your hands for Emily back there, learning the board and helping out and being awesome, just generally (laughs) amazing. Uh, Johnny talking about 23andMe's, it's it's Irish week. Yay, white people. Uh, They say you are what you eat. I just got my 23andMe back. So I am 28% Irish, but I'm 72% Trader Joe. (laughs) Anybody else eat a lot of Trader Joe? (laughs) Like a lot of Trader Joe. (laughs) what you eat. Uh, what's your favorite thing to get from Trader Joe's? The dried mangoes right now, right? Yes. What's your favorite thing to get from Trader Joe's? The pot stickers. None of you are alcoholics. What is wrong with you? What's your favorite thing to get from Trader Joe's? The artichoke dip that the chocolate bananas, the Mitch Hedberg joke. Sometimes you just have You just want a banana later. Uh, none of you are alcoholics. And that makes me really sad for you because that's what you get from Trader Joe's. Right? What is that thing? What do they call it? That everybody loves uh, the uh, wine? What do they call it? Two buck that stutters, ignorant lush, not knowing of your unique crush. New bottle flavor every quarter. I might become largest supporter despite slurring on street corners. Misunderstood. My dear Charles Shaw, you are so great, never failing to inebriate. Okay, I wrote a poem about Charles Shaw because... I'm an alcoholic. Oh, you assholes are like, ooh, we like dried mango. I'm like, (laughs) wine, motherfucker. You can eat the dried mango and have the wine, and it makes the mango taste better. I actually actually get, the thing I get from Trader Joe's more than anything else is grapefruit juice. I drink so much grapefruit juice. Um, I need the acid because I'm so fucking basic. I... (laughs) Yeah, season three of Emily in Paris, I was just, boom, <laughs> put it in my face, oh, I'm like, <gasps> perfect match, I can watch like 26 year olds making out, oh god, they're so vapid as a pit of starfish, and I'm just, <laughs> no one else is pecking basic like me, that's fine, none of you watch TV, you read books, or whatever. Uh, what's, uh, I am reading, is anybody reading books right now? I'm just going to flex, I'm, I'm, I'm just rereading Heraclitus. That's fine. You never step in the same river twice, I know. And a character is fate. I'm just memorizing Heraclitus so that I can distance myself more from my audience. That's what I like to do. I like to be so pretentious and use references you can (laughs) never get, ever. Cool. I am a Monet. I look really good from far away. And then you get up close and you're like, dots, slashes, what is holding that image together? Copious marijuana. That's the only thing keeping me sane. Woo! Anybody know where's art? Does he know what the word copious means? <laughs> I'm sorry. I read I read a lot. Myriad. We could use. Hmm? Is he outside? Can we make fun of him? He's, he's behooving. <laughs> I need a behoover. I, I, I require my house is so dirty. I need a behoover. Like right now, I need I need someone to fucking sweep it up. Cat, there's so much cat hair. I was thinking about this the other day. How much cat hair do I eat every year, right? Like literally, how much, I think it's a lot. Like, but then I thought, ah, when you smell something, that means there's particles in the air. And so when you smell a fart, that means you're breathing in poo particles. And if you're ever a little sister, how much shit did I literally eat as a child? anybody else get farted on by their brother like 15 times a day? How much shit did I literally eat? No uh, And then on, on, the, on the on the anorexic tip when like remember the Charlie in the chocolate factory and he's smelling the chocolate like can can you actually imbibe calories by smelling it and because there's particles, right? So if you stand outside of like a, a, a hooker crispy chicken, like, can you can you survive just by breathing in the, I think about weird shit. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> how much shit do I actually eat? Here was the thing I did the other day. This is a mistake. Don't do this. Learn from my mistakes. Don't ever pee in your own cat litter box to see how big your bladder is. That <laughs> it's just an egregious waste of cat litter. Nobody wins in that situation. And then you have to clean it up. It does clump, but it's a lot. My bladder's a lot bigger than I thought it was. All right, I had no idea. I had no idea you could hold that much beer in your, in your bladder. I could have made it to the toilet, by the way. I chose the cat box, which tells you how drunk I was. Uh, you know, one, one bottle of Charles Shaw. I'll, I'll piss in between two cars outside. All right, um, they, okay, but before, before I tell honestly, if you're gonna pee, people pee on the sidewalk in San Francisco and it makes me crazy. You just get in between two cars. You hold on to the bumper of one. You pull the pants down and you pee. No one's looking for a white lady in the middle of the day hovering between two cars. Nobody sees you. You're fine. Just
18: pee in the street.
4: Okay. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for being here. Have a good night. Yay!
18: Give it up for Pam, everybody.
4: And come see Lauren Kraut this Saturday. Buy your tickets now. Yay!
0: things yeah um i i feel confident you know it's on march 18th we got that much okay we got a day 8:00 uh, PM. 8 p.m hey day we got a time cool okay that mutiny radio we got a place uh where's that mutiny
1: Ra- oh, i think it's uh, 2781 it? 21st street oh yeah because i gotta
0: put it on the poster okay Uh, 25 dollars yeah, that's pretty reasonable
1: okay. you might not well plus you know gonna be headlining is lauren kraut
0: whoa yeah. but with it it's pretty important what are we gonna call that I don't know. What do we call the show?
1: I don't know, cause it has, it's got to be something big and epic, cause she's no. been to like Cobb's punchline. She's yeah, heading, like, yeah, yeah. All the place, you gotta right? think, crowd of the box. Wow. Huh? What if it was more like a like a voyage? Oh, that's some pretty crowdical thinking on your part, Dominic. <laughs> I, I, I Kraut hardly wait to go see that show.
0: Uh, one, two, three strikes your Kraut. I didn't. Yeah.
1: I okay. I'm be, I'm gonna I'm gonna step in here and let's just call it, Muni Radio presents, Lauren Kraut. How sounds about like that?
0: Oh, it's very straight, very straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. I right?
1: guess if you yeah. want to be all business about it. Oh, business. <laughs> so t- it'd be like Mutiny Radio presents your headliner, Lauren Kraut, Saturday, March 18th at oh. 8 PM. Featuring featuring Pam Benjamin. Featuring the one and only Pam Benjamin. $25,
0: 8 PM. <laughs> cool. And it's at Crowd of This World! Crowd about. Crowdfunding <laughs> campaign. Lauren's store for you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, That's that a one's one. good. That's a
0: good one. Ballance. Great okay. stuff. Check it out. Okay. Labor and Love okay. is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m.
10: Serve bye. somebody. Bye now.
3: Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco.
18: I go out for a walk, I drop in at the gallery and I say, Hey, hi, how are you? you know how's your work going okay you know it's just not like in the 60s
4: are you looking days. for local no handcrafted you know, le-
18: survive produce stick it out it's a jungle out there so just keep working and the phone rings and she says oh excuse me will you well hi how are you how's your
3: work good uh-huh uh-huh well stick it out uh, it's not the 60s you know listen
18: i gotta go now your lunch would be great Next week? Yeah, great. Very busy now, but next week would be fine. Okay, bye now. And I go to Magoo's for a bite, and I see Frank, and I go over to his table, and I say, Hey, Frank, hi, how are you? How's your work? Good. Okay, yeah, mine's okay too. You know, I'm broke, you know, but working. Listen, I gotta
11: go. Um, okay, listen, we should really get together. Why don't you drop by sometime? Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, listen, take care. Take it easy. I'll see you. I'll call you. Bye bye.
18: Bye now and I go to a party and everyone's sitting around wearing these party hats and it's really awkward and no one can pick up anything to say so we all move around fast and it's hi, how are ya?
2: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio dot fm
3: This all-ages open mic invites Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing $2 to $5 at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep mission.
7: Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday 6 p.m.
19: At OMG on Savory 6th Street.
7: Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up.
4: Come watch your favorite John Hughes 80s films through a whole new lens. We'll have the subtitles on and the volume low while a panel of feminists critique these beloved movies that shaped a generation with sexist, classist, homophobic, racist plots and characters and settings along with a healthy dose of damage property. Hosted by staunch feminist Pam Benjamin at Mutiny Radio, join us 215 for 16 Candles with Warren Kraut and Emma Brennan. 3-1, The Breakfast Club with Spencer Devine and Dominic Delgadillo. 315, Pretty in Pink, with Nina G and Allison Reynolds, and 328, some kind of wonderful with Mel Michelle. Hey, it's really exciting. We're gonna be here 278-121st Street screening John Hughes Films with you, 6 o'clock, every other Wednesday, Mutiny Radio. Yeah.
2: Hey kids,
3: it's your pal Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman, Mortimer Spiderman. But I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best besting Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the Rhino. I'm headed down to Beauty Radio at the corner of Twenty First and Florida. They got Slum Shlemiel doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck. And donate two to five dollars on. Hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses. The print's too small. Ben Mo? That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown it on Hold It's nap time.
0: The year is 2023.
7: Oh, I wish that
0: laughter had value. And the unexpected laugh was priceless. Worry not! True entertainment has brought us a savior in Who's That Live.com! Oh, finally! An escape from the apocalyptic nightmare I live in! You can go to Who's That and buy comedy tickets. And you're in a raffle, I guess.
3: True, 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 true productions
1: weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8pm at the bar on Dolores at 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free. And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh.